This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Praise the Lord. Amen. Y'all got me today. Amen. Praise be to God. Oh, y'all didn't have to do that. <laughs> I hope y'all might still want to do that after later, but, but anyway. <laughs> but thank you. No, no, thank you. Hallelujah. Dr. Steve asked me to to do this uh do this service today. And uh next week y'all got a treat too. Pastor Bruce Whitehill will be here from uh Alex City. The preacher that he is, amen. Man of God, my friend. Uh, we're going to go, uh, this month we're talking about the name that is above all names, amen. And what name is that? Jesus. His name is Jesus. Now that's our English name for him, his his. His Hebrew name, which he was a Hebrew, he was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. Is Yeshua. Amen. It means Jehovah or God, our salvation. And in that word salvation exists some powerful things. Amen. It doesn't just mean being born again. There's so many other things in that that word uh, salvation amen but uh, uh turn with let's go to uh our theme scripture here in philippians uh chapter two philippians chapter two while you're going there uh just gonna go over this as we continue on the revelation of exalting the greatest person to have ever lived or walked on the planet who was also given a name that is above every name, Yeshua or Jesus. Let us look at this title, Lord. How many of you know the scripture? We're going to read it just a moment. Jesus is Lord. Amen. And that's a powerful word, Lord. That he, Jesus, has been assigned and also let us understand what the uh, that title entails or reveals for or to us. And so let's go see what the Apostle Paul uh, uh, talked about in Philippians chapter 2 and let the Holy Spirit uh, uh, show us what he has in store for us. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the anointing that destroys yokes and removes burdens, Father. I thank you, Father, without you I can't do a thing. I depend totally on you, Holy Spirit. These are your children, your disciples, your chosen one, your saints in whom you love and adore. Holy Spirit, you minister to them. Reveal, Lord, what you desire to reveal to their hearts. Let them hear what you, Holy Spirit, are saying. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, uh, uh, 
here in Philippians chapter 2, uh, I'm going to back up a little bit. It's talking about, the Apostle Paul was talking about Jesus. You know, how he, uh, he came, you know, and Jesus, Jesus, you know, the Bible said about Moses, he was the most meekest man in all the earth during his time. And it doesn't talk about anybody else since then until it gets to here. And the Bible talks about Jesus. You know, he said it, it said he humbled himself. You know, verse 8, uh, verse 7, excuse me. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. A servant. And was made in the likeness of of mankind or people and being found in fashion as a man now specified man there amen for a reason he humbled himself especially with all the things that's going on today in the world amen you know the devil is 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 trying his best to sow confusion just like he did in the original time with in the garden he he brought a question to 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 adam her name wasn't eve yet because she wasn't a mother of anything yet. Her name was Adam. He brought a question to Adam and said, did God really say? You know? And, and he was trying to sow confusion, and he, he succeeded. And, and, and because he succeeded, that's where we're at today. But God had an answer, too, to what he did. And God knew before the foundation, before time ever came, God knew it was going to happen. Amen? And so God had a plan he, that he already had uh, in, in, in working, even when that was going on. You know, but the devil, he, brings a, he br tries to bring confusion, and that's what he's sowing in our nation. But not just here. Don't think just, it's just going on here. There's things happening all over the world. You know? And, and, and you need to get in this word to find out what's going on because the, 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 uh, the, the mainstream media and stuff like that, they're, going, they're not feeding you what God says. They're feeding you what the enemy wants you to hear. Amen. So get in the word of God. And being found as fashion as a man, he humbled himself. Now here comes the, the most meekest or the humblest man that there is. And his name is Jesus. And became obedient. Obedient to, to death. To death, even the death of the cross, which was the most cruelest form of, of death going around at that time. The they were crucifying people. And it says, because of that, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name or all names. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory 
of the Father. Amen? So we're going to look at that today. Jesus being is Lord, being Lord. He is Lord. But before we uh, uh, jump into the crux of what I want to get to you, you know, there's three realms in which the uh, uh, Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul reveals that Jesus has control over. Things in heaven, things on the earth, and things under the earth. Amen? And we're going to look at why that's so, and then we're going to come back and and, and deal with these three rounds, but uh, uh, cause you say, well, what right does he have to be Lord? You know, how come it couldn't be me, or how come it couldn't be the path of Paul? There's a reason. Let's go to Genesis chapter one. I'm gonna do this real quick because I only have a certain time they, that I'm supposed to minister in. So y'all, y'all know me. I'm going to do my best with the grace of God. Amen. I, I never want to abuse your time because I know people have things, but I, you know, <laughs> hallelujah. Okay. Genesis chapter 1. Let's look at verse 1. Why Jesus, Lord? Why Jesus, Lord? And why does he have control over all these things? Amen. Well, number 1, Genesis chapter 1 one says, in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God created the heaven. It says heaven in the King James, but the word really is heavens, plural. It's more than one heaven. And the earth. Amen. Then it, walked, then it went on to talk about everything that was created and everything. If you jump down to verse 26, you're going to see something. You're going to see something that uh, 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 people don't normally realize, but it's there. Amen? I was teaching a, a, a Bible prayer class, and I said, Do you know what? This is the place where the first communion or, 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 or where there was communication or communion relationship going on in conversation we see in the Bible. Amen? Verse 26, And God said, Let who? Oh, there's somebody else besides God. Because <laughs> all you see is God said, and it was. God said, and it was. God said, and it was. And the, you know, really, if you just read that, you don't know what's going on. But then you see, okay, there's other ones involved. Let us make man in whose image? Our image. So if God's saying that, then the other one he's talking to is like him. Our image after our likeness and let them have what dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creepy thing that creepeth upon the earth so god created man and then it goes back just to god in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female created he them okay now let's uh let's go to uh psalms Psalms 8. The book of Psalms. Let me find it here. Verse 1. 
we talking about the reason Jesus, you know, has that title conferred on him by his Father, Lord. Let me, uh, well, let me read it. Verse 1. O Lord, and actually that word is Jehovah or Yahweh, our Lord, that word is Adonai. Okay? And that's, that's the Hebrew word for Lord that we use in the New Testament. Okay? It's Adonai. It's the Hebrew word. It says, O Yahweh, referring to God, our Adonai. Remember, they're one. Amen? How excellent is your name in all the earth, who has set your glory above the heavens, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings you have ordained strength, uh, because of your enemies, that you might steal the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon and stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit or care for him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, that word really is Elohim, little lower than yourself, and have crowned him with glory and honor. You made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. See, now remember these things we're talking about. He made man to have what? Dominion over the works of his hands. Okay? You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yes, yes, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, whatsoever passes through the paths of the sea. Oh, Lord, or Yahweh, or Jehovah, our Adonai, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. That word excellent means how wide or large or powerful. Powerful. Amen? So how wide or, or large or powerful is your name? And the, and the word name... Let me just read to you. But it basically it means the character of, you've heard me say this before, the person of, how person is called, but the person of, amen, and the authority. Authority. If you're Lord, you got to have some what? Authority. The authority, amen? So, okay, now jump with me to... John, St. John, chapter 1. Okay, let me give you a few moments to get there. But we're, we're, we're seeing why, why Jesus has this title conferred on him by the one who is the only true and living God, which is his Father. Amen? Uh, you know, uh, uh, but why he has this title conferred onto him? You know, was God showing favorites? You know, how, like I said, how come he didn't pick Moses or whatever? No, because the Bible says God doesn't show partiality. God does things by purpose and, and for a reason. Amen? So, and if you're there, say Amen. John chapter 1, okay, in the what? Wait a minute, that sounds like Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning was the what? 
the word and that word word is what capitalized isn't it and the word was with God oh and the word was God that's who he was talking to in Genesis 1:26. let us there was somebody else too there talking too that the other one like him called the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost amen let us okay and the word was was God the same was in the beginning with God listen to this all things how many all things were made by who him see over there we just said and God did and God created but it, here it says all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made amen in him was life and the life was the light of mankind or people and the light shineth in the darkness and the darkness comprehended or does not overcome it amen so okay let's jump back to let, let's jump to Hebrews chapter 1 Hebrews chapter 1 we're still talking about Jesus Yeshua the Messiah amen you know some people they you know they 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 say well you know the Jews kind of lost their covenant so you know we took the place of Jews that's not true scripture don't teach that so if you've been told that just discard it amen okay I'll start in verse 1. God who at sundry times and in different manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. But in these last days has spoken unto us by his son whom he hath appointed heir. Heir. Heir of all things by whom also he made the worlds. Now he said, okay, God said he made the worlds through him. In other words, everything up there in the heavens, the different heavens and all the things down here. Who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Jesus got power. Amen. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty. Who you think he's talking about there? Amen. On high, being made so much better than the angels as he have made by as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time you are my son this day I have begotten you how many none and again I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son and again when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world what we are celebrating this season bringing the, the, the begotten coming into the world amen the first begotten into the world he said and let all the angels of God worship him. See, if Jesus wouldn't got, wasn't God, he couldn't be worshipped. But here's God saying, let all the angels 
worship him. He don't say that to any other person, mankind, or any angels. There's only one because he always was. Amen. And of the angels, he said, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers flames of fire? But unto the Son, he says, your throne, O God. Now, here's God saying to his Son, your throne, O God. You'll see that in the Psalms, too. Is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, God talking about himself, even your God, he's talking to Jesus, or he's saying, Jesus, even you God, I'm your God. <laughs> Let me get it right. Amen. Have anointed you, I've anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. And you, Lord, in the beginning have laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of your hands of whose hands the Lord he's talking to Jesus they shall perish but you remain and they shall wax old and dust a garment amen so Jesus has the title of Lord for reason because number one he is God he was with God in the beginning, amen? And he created all these things, the heavens and the earth, amen? So, okay, with that established, let's go to our first, our first point, amen? Jesus is Lord in three realms. Let's look at that first realm, heaven, amen? The name of Jesus has authority in heaven, Heaven honors, responds to the name of Jesus. When we pray in the name of Jesus, when we speak the name of Jesus, when we call on the name of Jesus, all of heaven comes to our aid. Amen? In that same Hebrew chapter, it talks about, you know, uh, the angels, because, you know, he was kind of comparing, you know, did I say this to any angel? But I said it to my son. Amen? But he said, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for and to those that shall be what? Heirs of salvation. Heirs of salvation. Amen. If you're born again, guess what? You're an heir of salvation. The same way he said, you're the heir of everything, Jesus. And because... You have been born again. You've been brought into who? Into, yes, into the kingdom, but into Jesus. Into not just Jesus the, uh, the, called the body of Christ, but you've been brought into that name. Into that same authority, into that same power. That's why Jesus would say certain things when he was here. But, uh, uh, but have the angels come to our aid. A lot of times we ain't using them because we saying the wrong things. We say opposite of what the word says. And therefore there's another set of angels going to motions and, and they got friends called demons. Amen. Because you know what the Bible says, you know, uh, uh, in Psalms, uh, uh, I believe it's uh, uh, Psalms 107, or excuse me, Psalms 107, uh, uh, talking about angels, you know, that they are mighty. They're strong. They excel in strength. But they're listening for something. 
What are they listening for? They hearken unto the voice of his word. Where is his word being spoken? From us. If you're a child of God. Their angels are listening to what you say. And if you're not saying what's in line with the character of that name, which is above every name, guess what? They're paralyzed, you know, per se. You know, of course, they're not paralyzed. But, you know, they're inactive. They can't do anything even if they wanted to. Why? Because they can't go against your words. They can't go against your words, you know. And when you're not speaking in line with the character of the name which is above every name, you're up under another name. And that name don't carry what the name above all other names has. Amen? So we got to speak in line with the name. But they're ready. They're waiting. All heaven is waiting to move on the behalf of those who are heirs of salvation. They're just listening for you to give them a command. Amen? You know, and let me keep going because I be keep want to jump here and there. But anyway, let's look at uh, uh, Matthew. Let's go to Matthew 16. Matthew 16. Let's look at verse 16 there. And I might not get through all this because I'm even close to my time now, you know. But you know what? I found people are hungry. They keep pulling on you, pulling on you. Amen. And you know what? There are people, you know, I remember when I was in Africa, you know, uh, 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 there's people who walk miles and miles in all kind of weather just to hear just a piece of a word. You know, and sometimes we in the comfort of all that we have, we don't want to extend the time that Abba wants to get things to us. He do, it doesn't have to take all day. I'm not saying that. But you know what? When the Bible said, Jesus said, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, what will happen? You'll get filled. And when you get filled, things are ready to be released. And there are people out there that are hungry, they're hurting, they're broken, they're oppressed, they're thinking about taking their lives. There's children being taught all kind of things that is confusing them up to who they are. They're coming in after the identity of God in them. And they're looking for the truth, especially this generation. They're looking for what's real, what's true. People who believe what they say they believe. And they're looking and they're hungry. And if we're full, it'll go out so easy. And it won't be to our glory, be to his. He gets all the glory. But they're looking. But they're, God is looking for people who are hungry for that. Now, I'm not just saying that to get you to stay a little longer, okay? But, but you know what? I'm saying that for a reason. You know, uh, uh, one reason I wrote, wore a suit today, and it don't matter what you wear to church. But the Holy Spirit been dealing with me about you know people the body speaking of his people we've gotten so casual now it really has nothing to do with our dress but God will make parallels so you can understand things 
we've gotten so casual with things, you know, that we that same attitude is turned towards him. We get so casual with him. We'll say anything, do anything, and think, well, you know, yeah, by grace I'm saved, so I'm covered. You know? And it's true, you are covered. You know? But remember that verse we read in worship of offering? It said, don't be deceived. Whatever you sow, you know, so we have to examine our lives. What are we reaping? Are we not seeing the things we really want to see of God? Maybe, I'm not saying it is the case, but maybe it's because we've gotten real casual and what we're sowing to God is not really from the heart, but it's really have morphed itself into a religious attitude, you know? And you can do that if you're dressed up too. That's why I said I'm not talking about that. But you know what? God wants our all, our best, you know? And this was just a little simple I did today. I might not be in this like this next time, but you know what? But you know what? I want this attitude because he being Lord and his name, remember it said how excellent his name his excellent name deserves my all. I'm nowhere near there. <laughs> you know? And if you look at me long enough, you say, oh, but he need real big help. You know? But you know what? I'm on my way. I'm pursuing him that pursued me. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching for those things that are before. That's in that same, the same book. You know, pressing toward the mark of the prize of the high call of God in Christ Jesus. People are hungry and hurting and they need what we have. But we got to be after him so he can direct us so they can get it. Amen. But anyway, uh, Matthew 16, 16. Jesus had lordship over, over things in heaven. And in and, and Matthew 16, 16, we see uh, where Jesus would talk to him. And he was asking, who do men say that I am? You know, and they say, oh, well, some say the prophet. Some say Jeremiah. Some say Elijah. You know, some even say John the Baptist, Baptist risen from the dead. And then Jesus asked them, see, he, Jesus always bring things back to you. No matter what nobody else says, he's going to bring it back to you. Amen to me. He said, who do you say that I am? And it, you know, it probably got real quiet. Then there's one who usually always speaks up. But he wasn't speaking up just out of his normal speaking up, which gets him in trouble all the time. He had heard something. He had heard the Spirit of God say something. And that's what we need. We need to hear the Spirit of God say something concerning our situation, but concerning others. And Simon Peter answered and said, you are. The Christ, or he would have said Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed it to you, but my Father which is in where? Heaven. And I say unto you, you are Peter. And upon this rock, now Peter's not the rock, he's a little stone or rock. 
He's talking about the revelation that he received of who he was. See, that's what we build on. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of where? Heaven. Why could he give him the keys of the kingdom of heaven? Because he had authority in heaven. And who, whatsoever you shall what? Bind. Or you can say this word, whatever you allow. Whatever you allow on earth shall be allowed in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loose or allowed in heaven. And see, a lot of times we're saying, God, you allow me to go through this. And sometimes it, we, what we're really saying to God, how come you letting this go on? You know, if you God, if you the Lord that heals, if you are to this, how come? We don't say that to him, but... You know, we'll say, oh, God's allowing me to go through this because of this and this and this. And we'll get all kind of spiritual reason. I've said it before, too. You know, we'll get all kind of spiritual reason, you know. But a lot of times we're just saying, God, how come? But Jesus said, whatever you allow. You know, our words allow a lot of stuff. Our, our, our beliefs, you know. If we're believing a lie, and some lie has been planted in us, when we were children. That's why we need to be fighting for what's going on in our schools and all this stuff because they're, they're trying to feed lies. We don't need to be ugly with people or hate people. We need to pray for them too. But see, those, you know, they used to say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. Really, the opposite is true. You know, sticks and stones may break your bone, but words will kill you. You know? Words are powerful. God made everything that we see with words. I, and uh, so, so we see that that authority Jesus has in heaven. Let's look at uh, 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 go just a couple chapters down to eighteen. We're gonna see this kind of spoken again. Eighteen, eighteen. But this time he's speaking it in a different context. He's dealing with, you know, somebody being unruly in the church <laughs> or different things like that, how to handle things. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. He uses that same thing, you know. Because most things behind what people do is a spiritual force. That's why I says, don't, you know, he used to tell me, Bruce, don't hate people. Hate the sin, but don't hate people. Love people, but hate the sin. We read that about Jesus. He hated iniquity, but he loved righteousness. Amen? And then he goes in, uh, uh, says that same thing. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. We see that we also have that same authority that Jesus had because the, the keys he gave to Peter was his keys. Amen? Uh, uh, we, uh, I think you got that. 
Let me jump down to earth, the second place Jesus has authority. The name of Jesus, because I'm running out of time. I'm already over, really. The name of Jesus has complete authority on earth. Amen? The ministry of Jesus, he had authority over wind and waves, fig trees, water to wine, fish in the sea, and even, even death obeyed him. Okay? Go to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Let's look at verse 35. And that same day when evening was come, he said unto us, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was into the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the, in the hinder part or the back of the part of the ship asleep on a pillow. Storm going on, but Jesus asleep. Why? He had authority. He had given a word saying, let's pass over to the other side. He knew he was going to get there no matter what. Amen. And we got to take that same faith with that, that same kind of faith with, uh, with what God tells us. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, cares you not that we perish? You know, we read in the Psalms 8, you know, who is man that you're my son or the son of man that you care for him? God cares. He cares. You know, you say, well, but I'm going through. God cares. And he's trusting you to come in agreement with your words with him. Amen. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto him, why are you so fearful? Fear is the only thing that can stop your faith and hinder what God wants to do. And see, God's no respecter person. He don't care who we are. If fear gets in there, his hands are locked. Or I should say the angel's hands are locked because they usually do most of the work. But, you know, by the Spirit of God... That's why he's, there's over 365, 66 times in the Bible where it says, don't be afraid or fear not. Because fear is of the devil. It has the same power that faith does. It's, it's really faith, but it's in the devil or in the wrong thing. You know, we don't have to be afraid. Amen. He is with us and he is Lord. Amen. So Jesus had authority of the ways, you know, in Mark chapter 11, that same book, you know, uh, uh, Jesus had passed by, saw a fig tree and it had leaves on it. He was hungry, you know. So Jesus said, hey, I'm going, it's, it's, that thing got leaves on it, that means it got figs. You know, so he went over there and no figs on the tree. Jesus, you know, spoke to the fig tree and said, no man eat fruit of you ever again. 
Why? Because it was deceiving. It was hypocritical. You know? And that's not the nature of God. Not the nature of our Father. You know? And so they went on and did some stuff in Jerusalem, came on back out, and Peter noticed, hey, Master, the fig tree which you curse is withered from the roots up. You know? And he said what we talked about last month. Have faith in God or the God kind of faith and we've each been given the measure of that faith to work with and increase amen have the faith of God that whatever you say he said saying three times in that verse and only believing once so what you say he's saying be careful he said in one place be careful what you say be careful what you hear amen so uh, okay uh, uh, our words are important. Go to, uh, to our third point. Jesus is Lord of the things under the earth. And in the same chapter, go back to Mark chapter 1. I hadn't gotten near to what I wanted to cover on this, but look at verse 21. And they went into a, to Capernaum, and straightway on the Shabbat day, he entered into the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine. He taught them as one that had authority, and not as the scribes. And there was in their synagogue a person, a man with an unclean spirit. Now the dwelling place of unclean spirits is under the earth. We call it the abode of hell or the bowels of hell. Amen? Saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, you Jesus of Nazareth? Are you come to destroy us? I know you, who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him saying, hold your peace and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. And they were all amazed in as much, uh, uh, insomuch that they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commanded he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. Amen? And I'm not, I'm going to just tell you about this other thing. In Luke chapter 11, it talks about the death of his, one of his good friends called Lazarus. He had died. You know, they sent, sent to him before he had died. said, hey, Lord, the one you love is sick. You know, come and heal him, you know. And Jesus said, okay, hey, this sickness is not under death. And, you know, he waited two more days. You know, you know. And that would have made a lot of us mad if we would have known he was waiting, you know. You know, you're supposed to be our friend. You're supposed to love me. You're supposed to be helping me out, you know. And he waited two more days. And then he went, you know, and he'd go through, make a long story short, you know, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me shall never die. Amen. You know, and so he went, found out where he was. And he told him to roll away the stone. 
And then he spoke, he prayed a little prayer, said, he said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Not you hearing me now, but you have heard me. And you always hear me. A good way to make sure God always hears you is 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. You can go look that up when you're on your own time. You know, you have heard me, but I'm only praying this prayer in front of people so they can know. Not for my sake, but so they can know that I am who you say I am and you sent me. Amen. And then he said with a cry with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. You know, some people said if he hadn't said Lazarus, he just would have said forth. Every dead person in that graveyard would have came on out, you know. So he had to specify, you know. And see, he had been dead four days. And Jews had a, a, a thing that if a spirit's, you know, uh, around, uh, you know, after the third day, that spirit was really gone. And the, see, in, in, in part of hell was the holding place. Not Hell is, uh, uh, which is Hades. Sheol is also called hell sometimes. That's really talking about the grave, just the burial grave. But uh, uh, Hades, which is the holding place for spirits, departed spirits or people who have died, you know, there was two places in it. One was the place where people who did who refused God and you know uh, rejected God, and then there was a place who believed in God. And Lazarus was in that place of people who believed in God. Amen. And Jesus, but Jesus' authority was able to release him, because once you go to hell, ain't supposed to be no getting out. But see, Jesus, because he is Lord. He has authority even in hell. Amen? And so, as believers, and I'm wrapping up, you know, because of what Jesus did in his, his death, burial, and his resurrection, and his paying the price for our sins, and making a way for us to access heaven and have authority there, and he also said, these same works I, uh, that I did, you shall do because I'm going to the Father. So he gave us authority down here on earth to do those things too. But he, through his death, burial, and resurrection, he gave us access. Access into who he is, his name, his covenant with the Father for us. Gave us authority to be just like him and there's a world waiting on the people the bible says even the earth is groaning and crying out awaiting what the manifestation or you can say the showing up or the demonstration of the who the sons of god who are the sons of god those that have been born again but that's not the only thing born again and they know who they are and they know their authority a lot of people born again but they're not manifesting they're not demonstrating because they don't either believe that they got that authority or don't think they could use it so they let anything thanks for listening to today's podcast we hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word for more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.